just jumped off the phone for an interview. Uh, I must admit, I was expecting to be speaking with one of uh, Jericho, Tara, Pete, or Michelle, uh, but no, we had a jury member voted off, and uh, in fact, Tessa um, got kicked off the jury by Jericho. So we saw that uh, Jericho won the challenge, and his challenge was the power to vote off one of the the jury members who were voting at the end. He spoke to Jared, he spoke to Tessa, he spoke to Annalise, asked them all a question and heard their response uh, and decided to get rid of Tessa um, and get rid of Tessa's vote at the end. So it was interesting. I uh, I suppose it makes sense uh, if you have a look at the eight left that he's probably pretty confident he's got Luke's vote. If he's at the in the final two, he, he worked a lot with Sarah. Uh, even though he blindsided Henry, he was uh, able to work with him and he thinks that Henry would perhaps respect that. Uh, he's probably He talked in the episode, he had a whole lot of people in the not sure basket um, and he got to obviously ask the questions of three of those and, and decided to get rid of Tessa. So we just recently spoke to Tessa literally a couple of days ago for an hour about her whole game. Um, so feel free to have a listen to that. But here's a, a whole new chapter that we, we obviously didn't talk about last time. Um, and uh, yeah, a whole a whole new side to, to Tessa's story. And she missed the last couple of tribals, missed the last couple of days, didn't get to vote, straight back home. <laughs> and there we go. So um, certainly brutal. But uh, while she's obviously didn't uh, enjoy it, she can probably rationalise why why Jericho um, took her out. And in her mind, makes a lot of sense. And it's a, a fair uh, fair assessment on his behalf. So again, here is Tessa. Hi, Tessa. Long time no speak. Hey, <laughs> oh, is that Adam? Yeah. Sorry, I didn't look at who I was speaking to. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. I felt like I was keeping a big secret from you. <laughs> I feel like, uh, yeah, no, I wasn't. So, by no means, uh, I'd be lying if I said I was expecting to be speaking to you again soon. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I guess uh, last night, so you walk into trouble. Did you notice there was uh, no nice green immunity necklace or you didn't sort of pick it up? Yeah. So we'd actually sort of picked up on the possibility of this because there were not enough rooms at the jury villa for all the jurors if they were going to be taken. Uh, <laughs> and oh, okay. we, yeah, and we sort of said, oh, and then there's the possibility of a tie vote. Are they really going to let this happen? And it happened once before in an American season. And so Henry and I were talking about this. Um, and we even sort of went through and were laughing, talking about, you know, who would all of the final four choose if that was going to happen. And... Mm. Um, yeah, but actually none of us thought it would be me. So, mm. yeah, yeah, no, it's it was a bit of a shock. It's interesting. As you say, we, you said you've uh, never missed an episode. It happened once before, and you said with, you know, if there was yeah. 10 people, you know, there's always that risk of um, yeah. it being tired. Um, exactly. So, yeah, yeah. and when we walked in and saw there was no immunity necklace, it was just like, oh, no, yeah. it's really happening. <laughs> and did you, yeah. when you heard that uh, Jericho had won the power, um, were you worried it might be you or, uh, you, or no? Um, I, I don't know. I had a sinking feeling, but I think everybody did. You know, it just feels like that's important now because, you know, it really did come to fruition. But I wouldn't have accepted it to be me, to be totally honest. Mm. I think the only person who I would have thought would have taken me out would be Tara. Mm. Um, because I, I mean, I didn't talk about being a fan of the game in the game. I was really trying to hide that. So maybe that's why Jericho was a bit confused about who I was as a juror and how I would vote. And I can understand that. I mean, I can rationalize his choice. I I don't think it was a bad decision necessarily. Mm. I think that, you know, 
as it is, his options are he's going to go up against possibly Tara. I mean, that's probably his top pick, in which case he probably thinks he has the numbers no matter what, so maybe he doesn't worry about that scenario. And then the other possibility is he goes up against Peter, and in which case I'm clearly voting for Peter, I'm clearly going to try and sway the rest of the jury, so I'm dangerous. Uh Or Michelle, and he he might not know where I sit with Michelle, who, you know, I, I had quite a good working relationship with, and, you know, it's even since come out that if the rest of her Slang of Four had told her about the vote to get me out, she actually would have told me. Mm. So, you know, we had quite a good relationship. I was impressed by the way she spoke at Travel Council and by her assessment of where everybody stood in the game. So he wasn't necessarily wrong. Yeah. Yeah, actually, that's that's fair enough because I just thought uh, that, you know, you were the the only ones who sort of named someone. You said that uh, Tara, you know, perhaps wasn't the most uh, engaging strategy and lacking awareness and mm. that I thought then if Jericho wants to go with uh, Tara, then there's one yeah. vote locked yeah. in. Yep. <laughs> um, and yeah, yeah, definitely if they went down together, I would have actually probably tried to make a pitch for Jericho. I, I really thought that his game was a lot stronger. You know, Tara played with a lot of heart, but not a lot of strategy. Mm. Um, mm. With, the, with Tara, um, and you sort of said that she... You've seen her come into tribal, and it looks like she's so stressed and doesn't know what's going on. And I sort of mm. thought the same thing. But then she's, you know, in a voting confessional said, "Oh, I was just putting on a show. I knew the whole time I was going to vote." Say, for example, the Ziggy one. Um, she said, "No, I was never mm. going to rocks, and I was always going to vote Ziggy." Um, mm. What do you think but of that? Because yeah, I, I think I it's showing that. the yeah, it's showing the jury that um, I don't know. It, it's confusing. I don't quite get it. Yeah. Because the trouble is, the jury doesn't see that. It's one thing yeah. to say to the audience, actually, I knew what I was doing, I was just messing with you. Yeah. But the jury watches that and thinks, oh, you know, <laughs> still not being decisive, you know? Yeah. This is a pretty clear vote. Why isn't she making a stand and saying, this is what I'm doing and why I'm doing it? Because, you know, we really didn't see that side of her. Mm. And what really struck me is that she was so vocal often with saying I didn't even know that person had an idol I didn't know that was going on you know don't ask me I don't know what's going on mm. so to me that really I I just found that game awareness was so important mm. in what I was looking for in a winner I wanted somebody who had a plan and was able to show why they'd done what they'd done I didn't want somebody who had fallen into a final two position and um, even if they'd done that, you know, with a lot of heart and a lot of sass, mm. I wanted a game plan. And I yep. didn't think she'd shown that. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. And I'd say based on what uh, you saw from your end sitting at um, Tribal, that it, yeah, that makes yeah, a lot of sense yeah. for sure. Um, but I also, just in fairness, I didn't show the part where I apologized profusely before I started talking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did try to be nice about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, fair enough. Um, we saw... Uh, uh, also, Jared and Annalise um, saying pretty similar things to what you said, and that Jared said, mm. you know, he's going to be basing, basing his vote on gameplay, and Annalise said that uh, she didn't want someone who'd been told what to do or someone who took a back seat. Uh, mm. So yeah. would you say that's indicative of uh, the the rest of the jury and that they're not looking for uh, someone, you know, making it to the end is one mm-hmm. thing, but someone who's been a, a game player and made moves is is pretty important? Yeah, I w- we're definitely a very strategic jury this year, I think. Um, we were. Oh, I probably can't include myself. <laughs> right now. 
um, but definitely, you know, I'd been on the jury for a week, and we talked a lot about we what we wanted to see in whoever ended up in that final two, yep. and we talked about the final four at length. I'd actually, ironically, that day had a bit of a run in on camera um, with Lockie about calling Peter a goat, mm. um, and I had been trying to defend his game, which I think is really underrated, and yeah. it's so frustrating to me have somebody, you know, he's saying, you know, defending Tara's game, but then calling Peter a goat. And I was trying to explain how involved he's been in the strategy and how aware he is of everything going on and how deliberately he's playing this underrated game, which is so different to somebody who's sort of fallen along or ridden coattails. Mm. So, yeah, ironically, I did spend the day <laughs> discussing that before I left the jury. So hopefully yeah, no. at least I got my two cents in. Yeah, no, that's good. And I, I think, mm. I don't know, we, we saw uh, after Lockie voted out that he was, he said he was so impressed with Tara's game, and I suppose that's because Lockie uh, was able to use Tara and she did what... Mm. he wanted to do and that that's why Lockie saw it as as good for for him I guess um yeah it's not, yeah not hard to understand but it is uh hard to rationalize with yeah yeah for sure mm. um you said you had your thoughts on all the remaining four I guess you're keen to to share your thoughts and your your views um on each of the yeah, top four yeah yeah sure um so Jericho I think has played a strong game he has been really engaged in everything that's going on around him. He's been really conscious of making relationships with everybody, and I think that really shows. Um, but having said that, I mean, they're not always good relationships, and, you know, his cheekiness, I think, could sometimes border on to something that people found, I think, a little bit harsh. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, we're out there 24-7. But, you know, he had relationships with everyone. He was engaged in the game. He tried to make moves. He was sometimes a little bit erratic. Mm-hmm. He, um, I don't know if anyone's talked about this, but in that Henry blindside, he actually told Lockie that we were mm-hmm. targeting Henry. And that, to me, was something that I really stuck on. I just thought that was so silly. It, you know, really could have brought everything down. But then he also patched that up. He was also the one that went back and then made sure that Henry really felt like he had... Jericho's vote, so you know, mm. pros and cons for Jericho. And yeah, then, um, I did hear that one. What 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 was the the go there? Because I, I sort of yeah. don't understand. I guess Lockie was one of the very few people that wasn't meant to know. Mm, yeah, that was before um, Michelle and Luke and I came back from the reward. So I'm not sure if maybe he just really felt like he needed Lockie's number or if he was just trying to feel him out. But that's actually why Lockie was whispering, play it to Henry, because he knew about that sort of possibility Mm. out there. Yeah, That was a very erratic thing to do. Yeah, (laughs) that sounds like it. Um, Cool. So that was uh, Jericho. Um, And then Michelle. Mm -hmm. Um, I really like Michelle a lot. I I like playing with her because I really found her so easy to read. Mm-hmm. Um, but having said that, you know, she also was very, uh, not simplistic, maybe just simple in the plans that she made. She would never look past one tribal council, which was very frustrating. You know, mm-hmm. it was hard to make longer term plans with her, although you could sort of predict what she would want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, she was very strong in the way she talked with people. She was decisive and she was articulate. And I liked all of that about her. Um, 
And so, I mean, up against anybody but Peter, he probably would have had my vote for mm-hmm. that. I also thought that, you know, she was she was really sure about what she wanted and she was she knew she was in the game to play for herself and the way that she formed relationships with people, I don't think that she ever would have gotten into trouble for turning on somebody, which mm-hmm. I think is a is a fairly good way of playing the game. Yep, yeah, for sure. And then my boy Peter. Your boy Peter? <laughs> yeah, I... I've talked about before. I think he's really, really underrated. He mm. had great understanding of where everybody stood, and I think most of the time he was able to be somebody for them that they could use. And he's just sort of bided his time when he needed to, and made sure that someone else was always the target ahead of him. And he's also so great at travel council. He's a really, really good speaker. Mm. And, and it's a shame that actually they haven't shown more of him speaking at Tribal Council because he's so strong. Mm. We even heard uh, last night Michelle mentioned that uh, Peter gave a really good speech at Tribal and his family would be proud of what he said and stuff like that. But uh, I think we seemed to miss that, the previous Tribal. We didn't say a whole lot of yeah, what they were referring to. Yeah, yeah. He's, I mean, he gave a lot of really strong speeches at Tribal Council. He, mm. He's really... A bit like Michelle, I suppose, just really strong on what he wants to say. He doesn't faff around the point or change his mind, and he's always clear in his message, which I think, you know, as a jury, you really appreciate. You can tell where someone's standing. You can tell who they're playing with. Um, yeah, and we always really appreciated that, mm-hmm. that with Peter. Yeah. And uh, finally, Tara? Oh, uh, yeah, Tara. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I thought I'd said enough last night. I didn't show it all. Um, so I think, I mean, Tara is just someone who wears her heart on her sleeve. Mm-hmm. And she played this game with a lot of guts, I think. And, you know, you could really see her ups and her downs and you could see her struggling. And I think that a lot of people, I hope, are sort of inspired by that at home. But having said that, I think that she just didn't show any sort of understanding of the strategy of the game Mm. and to me one of the really frustrating things was that even when she voted in the majority she didn't actually know what the plan was she didn't know why the majority was voting that way and i didn't think she really cared as long Mm. as you know she was in the majority Mm. you know there were things you know when say idols were played I mean, take Ziggy Super Idol, for example. She had no idea that that was a part of the plan. She just did what she was told. Uh-huh. And it's really hard for me to give my vote at the end to somebody who I don't think was deliberate in the way that they played the game. Yeah, no, fair enough. So I guess uh, reading into that, in your your sort of order was uh, Pete, Michelle, Jericho, Tara. Um, exactly. Out of that top four. Um, exactly, yeah. How come people... Uh, Obviously, you you worked very very closely with um, with Pete pretty much from mm. from very early on. How come the other people aren't yeah. sort of seeing um, what you're seeing? Um, I think Peter's just really careful that he's not at the front of those plans, and I am aware that I probably um, amplified that because I wanted to make sure I could claim those moves at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always thought that I was just small enough and unthreatening enough that I wouldn't be the target, which obviously was wrong. Um, so I wanted to claim credit for those moves. And mm. I think that the way Peter played it was probably was probably smarter. I mean, it's gotten him a lot further 
then I was able to move. Mm. But it does mean that he has the problem at the end of convincing people that he really did make those decisions and he really was a part of those moves. So, so I don't know. It's a, it's a difficult balance between showing people what you can do and that you're a part of things and not becoming a target, especially yeah. in this 55-day game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we're, sort of, yeah. we're nearly there, 50... Day 50 just gone. We're getting there. It's <laughs> so close. Um, so we heard from uh, yourself, Jared, and Annalise last night, and you guys all sort of said, uh, you know, I feel like uh, even though I haven't been there, I feel like I've got a really good understanding of your game. And so even, mm. you know, Jared and Jericho, who were there, I don't know, a couple of days, they were with each other. Um, yeah. So at Drew Villa, how much is, you know, reading your Kindle by the pool and how much is talking about the game and the players? Um, I mean, it's a long day. Got yeah. It's not like we have to go to work. Yeah. Um, but especially with uh, Jared and Henry, we spoke a lot about the game. Yeah. And Henry particularly took quite extensive notes on the sort of what he was hearing from other people, and then we discussed that. And so we we did have a pretty good idea from the new jurors who were coming into the villa about exactly what had been going on at camp. The only trouble is that you have to take everything with a grain of salt because even in the jury villa, everyone is sort of trying to tell their story and paint their picture and yes. you can never quite be sure about what people are telling you. Yeah, for sure. We always see the, you know, as soon as people first come in, there's, there's so much that they need to say and, and get out. Um, yeah. And, it, and it's all, I don't know, I'm guessing it's a bit like that everyone who has made it this far um, probably feels like they were the best or they, they were a good chance to win <laughs> and they had their own their own game that they uh they could have or should have done and yeah. so I'm yeah. sure that there's always a filtered through a, a lens <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think I mean Jared heard so many of these stories you could tell as more and more jurors came in he sort of slumped a little bit <laughs> getting sick of hearing you know these slightly coloured stories <laughs> well, that's fantastic I guess um, looking so we, you sort of said that you, you can understand Jericho's um, reasoning and it sounds from what, like what you've said that if he was uh, third out of um, the four in your eyes, then um, perhaps he did make make the right move. Do you think out of out of everyone there, were you the the best um, one to get out? Do you think? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> I think that <laughs> I think that he is most likely to take Tara to the mm-hmm. end. If I was him, I'd be sitting there thinking, "I am probably the best at challenges." Mm-hmm. Who do I want to sit next to? I mean, I had just told him he should sit next to yeah, her. I didn't, yeah, exactly. I didn't think that she had played a great game. Um, and you know, he, he probably is in the position to, to to choose. And the one person, I feel like I'm like a broken record, and I don't mean to be, yeah. but the one person who is a, a sure bet for Tara is Lockie. But yes. having said that, if, you know, if that was the final two, again, putting myself back in that position... He probably thinks that he's okay if he's against Tara, so maybe he just doesn't worry about that scenario and he takes out the person who is the biggest concern on the jury against the other three people. And so in that case, yeah, I'm a pretty good choice. Mm. No, that's fair enough. I suppose that's, as I said, I was uh, not not expecting uh, to be talking to you quite so soon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, it was an interesting episode. And we got the the family visits... uh, in tonight's episode, um, I thought that yeah. was I thought that was happening last night. I, my order in my mind was all out of whack thanks to the ads, but <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks again for for Ooh. all your your insights, and it was great to get this this uh, a whole nother chapter 
of of your game that we didn't get to uh, to talk about last time. <laughs> it's okay. It's a pretty quick one. Yeah. I packed up my things and I was gone. <laughs> yeah. So you you went home, I guess, and you didn't get to you didn't get to see the rest of uh, what went down. Oh, it was. It was brutal. Yeah. I went back and it was about midnight when we got back to the Jerry Villa. Yeah. Quickly packed up my room and I wrote everybody a quick note and that was it, really. They shipped me off to a motel and I left the next morning. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's harsh. Brutal. <laughs> that is brutal. Oh, gosh. Anyway, Tessa, thanks so much again. Um, phenomenal no to chat to you as yeah. always.